My name is Dominic Fitzgerald, and it's funny how on this app that you and I are taking, I think, a little bit more seriously than other apps that we come up with the dumbest intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's only <laughs> fair. Like, well done, guys. It's well done. <laughs> <laughs> um, coming in hot. Coming in hot with those with those takes. So, have we got any? Have we got takes. any housekeeping from? Have we got any housekeeping from last week, Dom? Uh, look, yeah, from last week. Let's just let's just put that on the record. We came through hyper organized we we're recording this just on like six days after we recorded our famous uh christmas in february episode uh Amazing. About die hard to die harder yeah we just got on the ball and um here we are let's really let's really blow smoke up our ass this time because we won't have another episode for like three weeks yeah i was, I was about to say six months i'm like hey the way we guys, guys, we're, hey. Look, we're doing Look. it we're doing it with that where that you know where that demolition uh, man it's july hey yeah. <laughs> and it's like we're coming back oh hey guys yeah we're gonna do it so it'll be fine i promise this time is different Let's- i promise <laughs> but look yeah, maybe without, it's okay without, i'm sorry without, without dwelling on it we've done it we're back we're here to talk about um, uh something really really cool Really now, suave, did you really did sexy. you establish then? Because uh, how many copies of? Okay, I mean, you know, obviously it was a it was a big um it was such a cryptic bunch oh, of clues that we gave at the really end of last episode. Just, it's such so, a secret service. I want to ask you. I want to ask you. Go ahead. I want to ask you how ridiculous. many copies. What is the yeah. Bond film that you have the most copies what do you, of? So you have. What do you a, think it is? Just if you had to um, guess. If you had to well, pick it, if it's a popular one, it's a quality one. Okay, I've got two picks, but I was just going to say, so you have two full box sets. Yes, I have that the correct? Bond 50 DVD box set that I got okay. in 2011, prior, no, early 2012, just for the release of yep. Skyfall and celebrating the yep. 50th anniversary of the James Bond franchise. One and of my then, favorite Bond films, by the way. As it, as uh, Absolutely. What a perfect anniversary film. And then uh, um, as of la- uh, the year before last, for my uh, 20th birthday, I got uh, the Blu-ray box set um, just because I wanted them on Blu-ray. Yeah, nice. Well done. Well done. Um, I've got two guesses and you can't you can't mm. give anything away until I've given no. my two um, guesses because I will explain them. Mm. Um, now, the second guess is... Because I was privy during the week, I think, as we discussed a few things, mm. and you said your favorite your favorite Bond film was, forgive me if I'm wrong, but the Lazenby film. Mm. Is that correct? So not exactly. That's my not exactly. Guess. It's up there. It's up there. It's um it's up on there. Her Majesty's during Secret the week Service. it was Beth, on Her Majesty's Secret Service is my favorite Bond film, or Lazenby was my favorite Bond, or something of that ilk. I think I, now, I that's think that's my second I, guess. Ooh. My first guess is Goldeneye. Because it's so popular. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> He's got it, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I have four copies of Goldeneye. I had. Hell yeah. I got, I'm, I'm so glad I went with my vanilla choice, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let me and let me and let me break down every four. The first one, 
as you can. All right, so it's, fa- it's safe to assume <laughs> that two are from the box sets. Two are from the retrospective okay. box sets. I mean, if they weren't, then I'd be kind of, what kind of incongruous universe have we found ourselves in here, guys? <laughs> How does this math work? Two plus two equals five. What's going on? Exactly. Um, Look, we're, we're no stranger to gentle maths. <laughs> we're no stranger <laughs> to maths on this year two level. We're coming out next week, six months later. <laughs> yeah. I know I once made you uh, divide 15 by three. <laughs> oh, shit. Had to make you do oh, it. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah. But the very first copy of Goldeneye, it's just uh, a DVD, DVD copy from my mum's mum and my father's yeah, totally. collection. I found it when I was like, uh, uh, I want to say 2010. Okay. So that means I would have been 12, 13. And I was like, whoa, okay. this movie's pretty sick. Uh, go back and watch all the other. I was infamously scared of um, the James Bond movies because when I was eight, um, or when I was nine, I should say, in 2007, before Quantum of Solace was coming out, or right after Casino Royale had come out, my mother and her friend had like rented the movie from Video Easy and were just like mm-hmm. watching it one day. And I walked out to the lounge room like, oh, what's this? Immediately greeted by the sight of um, Mads Mikkelsen um, throwing tied rope at the testicles of James Bond and thought, I don't oh, want to yeah. see that. Leave the scene. room. What a scene. Yeah, well, I came to appreciate and it later how old in life. Were you, how old were you when that film came out? Uh, when uh, when Casino Royale came out in theaters, I would have been eight, two thousand six. Jesus July Christ, you're old. Right, that's a long time ago. Yeah, fuck you. You're anyway. fucking old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pull up the Uzi tweet. If you thirty, you lame. Oh, <laughs> fuck thanks. you, fuck you, thanks. mom. Yeah, let's let's yeah. just tie all I'm, of our episode def- running episode jokes I'm together. I'm definitely giving you the finger down the mic right yeah. now with all the fingers like held down on the yeah. side. What are you going to do? Yeah. yeah. Fuck thanks. you, da- podcast dad. Um, yeah. Anyways. Me. I, so mom's copy, so of, copy of Goldeneye copy lying of around. At some point, uh, it's lost. <laughs> we just lose it in the house. And I'm like, oh, I guess I need to get another copy of Goldeneye. <laughs> yeah. Specifically. And so I do buy another DVD copy in 2011. And... Um, and then at some point the other one turns up alongside two box sets. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So you have four copies of Goldeneye. I have four copies of Goldeneye. But your first exposure to Bond was walking out in... <laughs> walking out during a very interesting scene. The, in the testicle scene in Casino Royale. That's great. That's great. Um, yeah. I think we should preface this whole thing by just a brief... Why did we decide to do yeah, we, this? Yeah, we haven't explained, like, the plan yet. I'm sure people can get the general idea, but, you know, look, the 25th entry in the James Bond franchise, No Time to Die, is set to be released in April of 2020. Uh, obviously, it's safe to say I'm a huge fan of this franchise. I'm sure that Morgan is a big fan. I'm a fan. I would say I'm a fan. I, I, I... Insofar as I would, I love a lot of the later films. Yeah. I haven't seen all of the all of them, and this is why we're you know we're going to watch all the yeah. films, guys, and uh, and they're going to yeah. be films that I haven't seen. But the thing is that I, I would say that my criteria of fandom um, is certainly a couple of shades under you. But like, hey, if I was scrolling through mm. late night TV and Bond was on, yeah, yeah, I'd fucking sit and watch Bond. Yeah, like I would, and I would go through the ads and I would. 
you know, do whatever. And then I would, I would finish that film and it would be like, oh, it's 10.30. Oh, no. Um, What's, Roger Moore Bond night. is on and yeah. it's got halfway to go. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll stay up till midnight, t- 11 minutes past midnight. Thank you, yeah. Tim Peach. Oh, whoops, and I'm about to have a fun night. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to watch Roger <laughs> Moore right. fucking eat pussy in space. That's crazy. Hell, yeah. Um, well, with that said... Um, yeah, my level of fandom is 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 pretty high. This is I'm I'm sure I've mentioned it before. Uh, my favorite movie franchise of all time. Um, I think they're easily the most interesting blockbusters ever made, especially the really bad ones. Because you, there's something entirely special about seeing why certain choices were made. To, uh, to uh, you know, I I I watch a lot of those middle movies in awe thinking, wow, this is really what the people wanted. Yeah. Amazing. It's a fascinating, watching... it's, it's the most fascinating culture study of, of, of blockbusters. And I'll, yeah, yeah. I've got, there's a, there's a big example that I'll bully a lot over the course of the next 25 episodes, but I, on, we're, I'm watching them on stand. They're all on stand, which is great. Um, there's a few, if you can find it on the homepage and they have them all. And then, at the end of that, there's four or five documentaries. I think there's the yep. parody Casino Royale. They've got all the got yeah. They've well. got all the non-canon films. They've got all the non-canon films too. They've got the, they've got Never Say Never Again, which I I don't think we plan to talk about, but would be probably funny if we did. Um, we could yeah. They've got it. the I mean, we'll see. They've got the nineties there. Yeah, the sixty-seven parody Casino Royale. I think at some point, and I'm I I obviously I'm not going off stand. I'm going off my box sets. I think do they have? Does Stan have the um the 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 television serial the the first Casino Royale from like fifty? I don't something? think so. I didn't see it, but we can. I mean, you know, our our wonderful listeners can go and check that out. I mm. want to just find it here because what I watched over the last few days is a documentary called Everything or Nothing, which yes. was so interesting and explained so much interesting things that I'm sure yeah. you already knew heaps of, or at least I've, I've, I've seen that documentary several times. Um, yeah. Yeah. And we can discuss points in that across the 25, um, yeah. uh, across the 25 um, films. Yeah. But um, obviously know, I, mean, I guess you have to start somewhere. Yeah. And obviously we just, in, in terms of more housekeeping, um, we're not going to have all these 25 episodes done before, no time to die comes out. What? So just don't. I thought we totally were in two months. The, oh, the that's weird. That records every. No, of course. Yeah, we'll be course, doing five episodes course. a day. No, It'll yeah. be chill. Um, um and um, I'm and they'll busy. be coming I don't have out. A life or kids or a business? No, <laughs> I certainly don't have any of those things. Um, but uh, but the other thing is obviously you know we're down. Down critics are down. We stick to our bargain bin roots. Um, we will only be doing these James Bond episodes every second episode. So they'll be sandwiching all of our usual antics, all of our cheap antics. Yeah. Um, so, but, you know, you know I also th- feel like I, I I just had the idea one day when we weren't rec- we hadn't been recording for a while. And I just, it was over Christmas, I think. And I texted yeah. you, I was like, dude, we, we should just review the Bond films. And you said, oh, well, on a completely new podcast that we will then also not upkeep well enough. <laughs> and I said, oh, well, no, let's just, just do it on this one. Yeah. You're a huge fan. I'm a fan. Bond, you know, new Bond comes out this year. Yeah. And I'm to not going to lie. I was looking forward to the opportunity of trying to come up with another pun podcast name, but 
there you know. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck but, you it. know, that's it's... my domain, mate. <laughs> yeah, you did come up with Down Down Critics Are Down and it was, you know, look Not at how bad. successful it's been. Look at how successful so it's successful. been. So successful. Do you but know how many other shitty that. podcast titles I read? We're in a we're in a we're in a good bracket. Yeah, we're in a true. we're in a good bracket. The thing is that I also feel like James Bond films, are kind of spiritually, I reckon they're bargain bin films. I reckon a of lot course. of them are. Of course, and because we, we, you know, we set out to do this. It was not this, this is not making fun of bargain bin films are not bad films. No, not all of them. Some oh, of them are, and some of them are not. And that's, look, that's been our yeah, mantra absolutely. from day one. We've we've gone through classics. We've gone through absolutely gems of films that you could pick up for cheap. And then we've also gone through flubber. You know, we've gone through some some <laughs> not not great you know products. But that's the bargain bin. It's the highs and the lows. And um, yeah. hey, spoilers: the James Bond franchise has some very high highs and some very <laughs> low lows. Oh boy, I think I've already seen some of those low lows. And I'm only I've only watched at the point of recording. I've watched the first two. Um, yeah, you. But gunned, I think we should. You gun through. I gun through a couple, but I reckon we should get into this the very and, first um, the very first 1962 uh what's his name albert r broccoli uh, cubby broccoli albert r broccoli cubby and broccoli. harry saltzman very important to harry this saltzman. period of time harry saltzman and albert r broccoli present ian fleming's james bond in dr no look I, this is i enjoyed this uh, <laughs> this is straight to the like, point but let okay. So can I just have a bit of Bond fandom moment here? Go ahead. Not fandom, but but Bond observation of the 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 mechanics and the vehicle of how the films are presented. Like just straight in, like the, with that opening with the barrel, the gun barrel. Yeah. Um, but the song like was not made like the song opening song was not yeah. something that was made a big deal of. No. Like it was like a little bit and then it's just straight in and the three blind mice walking across the screen. Oh, uh, I think it's exceptionally cool that the the first film in cool. this massive franchise, like like in like now, kids who are like, or like young young teens who are going like, man, maybe I should rewatch these James Bond movies for the first time. Rewatch them for the first yeah. time. Uh, it just opens with these three blind Jamaican dudes who turn out to be assassins. Yeah. Uh, like what from from the animation into the actual real action real real time live action shot like, yeah i think that's pretty clever for it's 1962. so it's it's so stylish everywhere you look like yeah the fact that there's this whole opening title sequence that is bright and colorful and, and vivid not to mention that the gun barrel sequence they they uh, uh, again this is off the top bond trivia forgive me if i'm getting minor details wrong but that whole sequence was like completed not uh, like not very far in advance it was like a matter okay. of month a matter of weeks before the film came out where they were just like we should have something really stylish and i mm. think about this a lot when i think about you know like why doesn't anyone else have something like that how do you how do you come up with that uh, was it spoken about in that documentary i mean i think it, they mentioned the bloke that that no, they asked to design yeah. it and come up with it but it's it was almost an afterthought in that documentary it was like oh and we got this guy to design the cool thing but like yeah. how that how that was the thing that was come up with it, yeah it's so it just doesn't make sense and now it's so iconic so it's kind of like how is this like whose fucking weird idea was this because on paper it's weird and it doesn't make any sense it's like so but where where so what the camera is inside the gun yeah because the thing more rifle like 
Yeah. When I was a kid, like I saw it and I thought, oh, it's like, are they blades of a of an iris, like, or something like inside a camera lens? Like I was like, oh, is that? And because we're looking through it, and like then someone explained to me, no, no, it's it's from inside a gun and it's rifling inside the barrel. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I get it. But I'm like, but we're in the gun, and yeah. then like the blood comes down, but the blood, but it's yeah. our blood, and it's like, no, 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 fucking shut up cunt like this is not meant to make any sense yeah this is just a cool thing it's so it's so <laughs> it's like, like stylish because like because you think that because it's like and let's let's pay our respects let's go maurice binder main title designer for i have to do sorry i was trying to do the maths in my head for 16 mm. james bond films yeah from dr no until um license to kill designed all of those opening titles and the gun barrel sequence and just yeah, how you how you come up with that as a as a design is like that's got to be like the the most eureka moment of anyone's mm. career, let alone you know this thing that is now this iconic imagery. It's so I iconic. Mean, he's been dining out on that. I mean, you know, it's so iconic to the point where it. I I I criticize any use of the gun barrel. Like I'm, <laughs> I spend way too much time thinking about that gun barrel. The day I went to see Spectre for the first time was like, I was like, man, this better have a good gun barrel. And then it was like, like it's, it's, it's literally fairly 15 seconds of screen time, but it's so iconic and visual and just, it sets so much tone up. I'm interested now to see from the start and how, how it's developed. And I'm sure that as, and that's a thing that we'll be discussing yeah. across. There's, cause there's evolutions of it. We'll be able to see. We'll be able yeah. to see evolutions of it. We should probably point out now that the fact that it starts here, that's not actually one of the biggest things about it was it's not actually Sean Connery in the in the sequence. Yeah, that's yes, okay. I that, didn't I didn't know that, but also when I watched it, I was like, that doesn't look like Sean Connery. No, because it because it was weird. again this big last minute thing where they were like, oh, we can't fly Sean in. Fuck it, we'll just get the stunt guy, put the hat on him, put the shadow. Right. He didn't actually record his own version until Thunderball. So wow. we'll get there in, in in that many episodes time. But we'll that's, get to, so it's just that is the was the hat thing and is the hat thing become then a device just because they had to use it on the stunt double for that shot? <laughs> like, well, that's that? the thing that, and again, we'll talk about. <laughs> oh God, what a franchise! We will hey talk guys, about hats. Sit, sit down for multiple the next two times. hours before we before we even get into Doctor. No, Mo. just just I just want to <laughs> I just want to mention to like anybody who doesn't know what to expect over the next over the course of us doing this. <laughs> this will not be the last time we talk about hats. Believe yep. me. But yeah, it's because it's, it's part a device in the film. It's from the hats are very heavy in the book. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah. The hats, are, the hats are just a thing. And then it's also Stylistically like, and offensively for other reasons. Yeah. <laughs> as weapons, yeah. Yes. As, oh, boy. We'll get to that. Who throws but, the shoe? Honestly. Yeah. Um, But, okay, so. Yeah, we've spent this one talking about like we, the first three minutes. This is how. This is how two and a half if good barely. we're getting. Yeah, but he, this is this is the other thing because it's an introduction of all these things, of all these um, mechanics, of all these tropes. Is that um, I was surprised that Sylvia, what whatever her name was, is Sylvia the first Trench. person in the si- is, the, is the first person in the in the entire thing to introduce herself like that, and it's not Bond. So she says, "Trench Sylvia Trench." Oh my god, that. 
<laughs> and then he goes Bond, James Bond. Yeah. And I'm like, is cool? Is he? Is is the whole? Is that whole mechanic? Started there. Is that yeah. him? We is it we just because we, he we, copied we, her tone and her mechanics with of 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 how she's presenting her name. We Holy gotta shit. go. We gotta go back to the start of that scene. Just like again, it's like watching. This is the fascinating thing about Doctor No. It's it's you're watching all of this stuff come into culture. Like yeah, not designed yeah. to be these like iconic you know staples. You're just literally watching organic choices of this movie become culture staples so yeah, yeah like totally. watching this this baccarat scene where you're watching this incredibly gorgeous woman go toe-to-toe in cards with this guy who you don't see but you feel that presence mm. you're watching the hand move over mm. the cards you're watching her like react because to this because what is it it's like where's bond we, we need to find or where is 007 where is he and it's like uh you know he's at the fucking casino yeah playing cards like <laughs> and this isn't even the first thing you meant to be somewhere movie. else man yeah like we like we discussed earlier the movie opens in jamaica we get the setup for the plot where we get that's true this british official agent who's there yeah. yeah assassinated by the three blind mice you mm. know and again i'll come to this later but you know we get a setup of practical occasions in jamaica we get like all this beautiful visual stuff so then we go into this casino where we get the other side of of, of, of the james bond style which is all this this sleekness and this debonair lifestyle for everybody we watch this lady sylvia trench just you know come back and beat this guy at cards and it impresses mm. him to the point where he's like i admire your luck uh no what is it? no that's not even like cut that no i need to have my bond status what is the line it's um oh yeah <laughs> is it bad i only remembered because when i pitched it in the accent I admire your courage, Miss <laughs> Trench, Sylvia Trench. I admire your luck, Mister Bond, James Bond. And then, like the music cues in, and it's yeah, yeah. 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 Great, great, great. Sean Connery accent joke. What time does Sean Connery arrive at Wimbledon? <laughs> uh, Around tennis. Around tennis. <laughs> yes. Around tennis. Uh, <laughs> It's a, it's, a, uh, it's a big yeah. skill. Get ready for me to do like accu- hyper accurate impressions of every actor who's ever played James Bond over the course of oh these God. episodes. Kill me now. But so, so the film opens. So, so we've got these mechanics that are being these, 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 these things that have become part of this culture. Yeah, uh, and they're such that we're being introduced to, and they're such stylish setups also, for like the rest yeah, of everything totally. in the film. Speaking of stylish, though, I think the first thing that when once the titles had happened and we had the iconic down the gun thing, and mm. then the 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 um the the music, uh, once that happened and it comes into the and I know that I'm watching the remastered version of this, but fuck me, this film looks beautiful. The color is spectacular. Oh like, yeah, this is 1962. At its absolute best, I know that we will talk at some point about the production design. But oh, we'll just talk like, about yeah, we'll, t- oh, going, we'll talk about production design. We'll talk yeah. about shooting on film. Just going back to that same thing um, with uh, Stand by Me, it's just like that you said on that film. Like this is an ad for shot on film. Like this is mm. this is what it's meant to look like. These colors, the tone, 
the all of those things to this, come together and you're like to fuck, this, you know if yeah. nothing else this film looks beautiful and to this and to this day every james bond film has been shot on film even all of the upcoming films are always shot on film and it shows do you think felix Leiter looks like rob Lowe when he's wearing <laughs> the sunglasses because that's the first uh, thing I thought. He's like, yeah, this guy is maybe like, yeah, he's, there are so many Felix Leiters. Yeah. There are so many throughout the course of the franchise. And this guy is just the most cookie cutter looking of all of them. <laughs> but with that's that said, there are only like, like Rob Lowe. There are only <laughs> like, two distinguishable ones, but even then it's still like, Damn, Isn't we just fi- get a when, we get a new lighter out of the, the box Felix, every week. Yeah, when did the current Felix uh, start? The guy who's playing Felix at Jeffrey the Wright. Yeah, Jeffrey Wright's been in um, three of the five Daniel Craig films as um, as Felix Leiter from Casino Royale because he's a big part of the book. And then the character yeah, okay, has cool. this nice little continuation arc in Quantum of Solace, and yeah. then we dip. <laughs> I, I think he gets a name mentioned in either Skyfall or Spectre, but yeah, he's only the second. There are only two actors who have like reprised the role of Felix Leiter, and they're the only two memorable ones. We'll get to the second one, but yeah, he does this. This version of Felix looks very <laughs> Roblo. You're right. I didn't picture that when I was watching it, but now now that you've said it. Yeah, to- totally. When he takes the glasses off, it's like, no, obviously it's not Rob Lowe, but like yeah. when he has it with the hair and when he's following you in the airport and it's like, oh, here we go. Is this a bad guy? And you're like, no, it's a double fake because the bad guy is the guy that hired the 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 fake um, show, the driver, chauffeur. Yeah. yeah. And who, the the who driver, Connery yeah. Judo flips three times. Hell yeah. Love this dude. I love I love the stunts in this. Like, that's all yeah. Of this that's stuff. It's so that's great. the like, thing man, is it's this like is fun. <laughs> there's a yeah. There's a there's there's a point where you're like, where you're watching it and it's you know we get a, we get used to these days a lot of the like heavily choreographed like gritty fist fight like everybody knows general form of you know relative martial art whether it be it boxing works, yeah. or you know kickboxing and that's used a lot in movies. And so it's it's only mildly jarring when you watch in the 60s when everybody's version of martial arts training was big judo flips. Yeah, yeah it's great. Because you, you think like you get it because you're like it's effective and it like like and it and it's not like the dumbest looking thing, but it's like you got to like prepare yourself for that a little bit. Yeah, because he does judo um, flip that motherfucker like three times coming out the car. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> and then and the again, cyanide in the cigarette. Oh, it's yeah, just we great. should, like, we should, we should figure out, we should figure out the little sub series of like things that uh, let's call it because this will come up in a lot of episodes. Things that Austin Powers nailed. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, that's number one. Things that Austin Powers nailed. Number one. Fucking um, judo chop and fights. judo flip. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the fact that they're so pronounced because the only thing missing from these actual fights in Doctor No is Sean Connery go judo flap. And then just bam, yes. it would fit. It would like, and that's the magical thing about Austin Powers. It doesn't like, it doesn't detract from Dr. No, but it really works in that one. Um. Wow. I mean, this is, we're in for a good time. I think with these films, I d- um, we could go for days. Generally. We could go for days. I'd like to talk about the pacing. Um. Mm. Like 1962 and the thing, you know, cause I, 
I've been watching a lot of films and older films, and this is sort of sitting yeah. in that in that thing. But there's this old tr- there's this joke that someone. So on a stand-up thing or a podcast or someone where someone was saying, talking about American yeah. cinema and European cinema. Um, yeah. And American cinema back in the 60s, you know, has these same things. But you say, they say, oh, you know, Amer- you know, European cinema now, there's a shot of the clouds and then there's the plane and mm-hmm. then the plane flies through the clouds and then it has a wide shot of this and then you yeah. see this procedural thing and that takes like five minutes and then you're like, an American cinema is a, there's a shot of the plane for two seconds and then the plane crashes into a building. And yeah. <laughs> And you're like, yeah, it's a crazy thing. The pacing of the, I mean, it's quite slow, but like, I really love how much detective work is going yeah. on and how he's building. Yeah. That they're, they're building this whole thing up. It's like yeah. most of the film is like, because you only seen Dr. No at the very end. Like that's a great reveal. Yeah. Like, that's a really wonderful, like the titular character at the very start where the American, the English, um, yeah, is he in it? He's not an ambassador. He's an agent. I guess he's another agent. He's some he's, he's some um, British intelligence yeah, guy. Yeah, no, there. he's um, and he's, he has a because you can see that he has file when he gets killed and his secretary gets fil- killed. Yeah, you can see that he has files on him. Yep. So there's that, um, there's that setup. It's like, oh, who the fuck is Doctor No? And then when yep. the, um, geologist goes to the to the to the place to see him and that shot and we'll i i tried to take a screenshot and then of course oh. it's like on a stand disabled it yeah but were, i took a photo on my phone yeah and, you were you were um, you were, you were real screen. dripping on that shot the shot oh of um god the shot of him in the lair like with the table and the the skylight with the grid holy shit we'll put it on the we'll put it on the socials because jesus christ that is absolutely stunning that is like the the, the, the intersection there of shot on mm. film production design and setting up the the villain who we don't have a yeah. face of yet, like all of those beats yeah. are, are absolutely nailed in that yeah. moment. And it's that's fantastic. Like, we talk the about it. Voice. Yeah. yeah, we talk about it a lot whenever we cover a blockbuster. But just solid construction of like yeah. all of these elements, like you were saying to the to the European slash American style of shooting. This is almost like a perfect blend of the two, because yeah, totally. you know it's it's the it's the it's the English approach to high action. So you've still got plenty of sweeping shots and you've still got plenty of setup and really playing out tension just of these mm. really like exciting things happening. Like, you know, mm. him being chased out of the airport with the fake chauffeur and then figuring out that the fake chauffeur is in on it, you know, um, yeah, totally. uh, the, the whole sequence of him going to talk to quarrel for the first time, and then Quarrel leading him into the bar, and then that's when they run into Felix. That whole sequence yeah. is is long. I love that. Yeah, but it's it's all tension building, which is which is great. It allows you to go, is this yeah, who, who's this guy? Is this guy good or bad? And then suddenly and you're like, oh no, he's a baddie. And then you're like, oh no, it's Felix. Um, and that's all good. But also the even things like this the shot where the geologist takes the spider into yeah. Put it in his hotel, oh, and he discovers God. that's there. Like that's, that's a good minute of of footage that, of 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 screen time. Yeah, that um, spider sequence is like so much tenser than any suspense bit in a blockbuster I've seen in the last five years. It's great. It's, it's so it's simple, really and good. it's like it's like what? No wonder we'd all like. Uh, that's like a lot of no one wants to wake up next to a big fucking <laughs> poisonous spider. No one wants no. that. And so we all like relate to him in that bit where they're like, oh, oh God. Oh Jesus, what do we do? And then he does the rational thing of like, 
patiently waiting for it to Wait, get off. Which is just the best. And then never has a spider then been killed with such fanfare. Like L- with literal with fanfare. The score, <laughs> literal literal fanfare. fanfare. The score hitting the beats of the of the Yeah. Of him smacking the smashing yeah. it with, with a pillow or, or a piece It's of like the back end of his gun, yeah. But it's still like okay, and it's, right, yeah. And it's like that proper release because it's like, oh, thank goodness that's dealt with. Because we know that it must be – and the thing I like about that, and I, this is great because we're going to go in deep dives about this absolute bond minutiae, but, you know, what else did you expect from a podcast that is, you know, where the, we're going to watch all of them it's from the, the it's start? The, it's the biggest franchise ever. How could we not go deep? The the fact that we don't know – like, we, we're never told – like it's not spelled out. This spider is the most venomous spider in the southern he- or the northern hemisphere, or whatever the fuck no. it is. It's like no, no, no. We there's a spider. It was in a cage on the table in the production yeah. design from heaven villains lair. Ken Adams, and he's just let's give it. Let's give our, the, let's the give our clap to Ken Adams, production designer, iconic yeah, production designer, amazing. Ken Adams. The, and the, and the, the the geologist has just been asked by the disembodied disembodied villain's voice to pick it up on the ta- pick yep. it up off the table and take it with him, and that's all we know. Yeah, and that's the only reason. So, and, and that by by not explaining all those things, it's gone. Oh yeah, this must be really fucking bad. Like this must yeah. be ten seconds and you're dead. Um, kind of real specter shit. Like this is great. Yeah, that's the f- yeah, anyway. It's great. Um, I mean, and and it takes and all of these little things that we're discussing. You know, it takes a long time to build all this stuff up. Yeah, for it to get to the finale, but I think it's. Like it's generally pretty well cut and it builds that suspense and the procedural up really well. Yeah. Like the whole time you're just watching Bond and then later Quarrel, like, and then later Honey Rider, like work their way to the the climax. Like there's no lull where they're ever like, there's never any like twist in the point. There's never any, you know, they're just like piecing it together in a really like, you want them to like figure out what the next step is. So figuring out, you know, maybe we've got to go to crab key, which is, you know, locals don't like locals don't head over there. They hear rumors of a dragon and nobody ever like, not many people come back there. If they do go, it's really weird. All this money being funneled into this, you know, this operation that no one can really talk about. Hmm. It's it's all like um, that construction and that following each each step by step is the interesting part, at least in terms of the narrative sense. Visually, let's do this now. Let's talk about the two biggest strengths of mm. this that this movie has that set up that help like establish the all of the glory of the Bond franchise. The scale. The yeah, lo- yeah. Going on location to Jamaica. Yep. And having and having going on location and 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 having long walks along those locations, oh my. like the amount of shots of the of all the gantry stuff with the operation yeah. on the at Crab Key, it's like here's our big engineering fucking system that's happening over here, and what are we gonna do? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna jump up onto this platform and walk along this platform, and this whole shot of ten seconds, yeah, like, shot on film, orange, blue, like the oh. whole tone is there, and it's like we're going to just watch this guy and then later on we're going to have the same shot and we're going to watch James Bond walk along the same gantry and it's going to take the same amount of time and you're like yes and you know what you're going to fucking enjoy every second of this yeah you better you appreciate it (laughs) appreciate how good it looks 
It's true. Yeah, it's great. Especially like what I love, what I love so much specifically is like when from the moment he gets to Jamaica from the airport all the way until they leave for Crab Key, you're watching this real location. I've never been to Jamaica, right? If a blockbuster can like really immerse you into a location that works as part of the plot and not just feel like a like like you don't want to watch an episode of Getaway <laughs> where the host is <laughs> where the host is James Bond. Yeah, you don't just yeah, show right. all the pretty locations. You don't just the show names, all the, the names Roundtree, Katrina Roundtree. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, you can't. <laughs> Right. Anytime we make a joke about being last name, first name, last name, we got to put we'll the get some takedowns. It's not a critics. It's not Dan Dan critics are down if we're not getting takedowns from uh, MGM. We'll use a MIDI. We'll use a we'll use a bad MIDI. It'll be great. Universal. Um, but yeah, the fact that 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 the location can feel like so a part of each part of the story, like the dock where he meets Quarrel next to where the the bar is. Um, all of the driving from place to place, like the the houses that they go to, it's never. I never feel like I'm being sold on a Jamaican holiday, but at the same time, yeah. it looks gorgeous and it's like it's all it's such a real location. For a 1962 set, like you can yeah. uh, like just shooting yeah. on a real location. Like most of them, like most of the interiors are sets, obviously, but like a lot of this movie takes place outdoors in real locations, and it's so much more mm. tangible and and engaging visually just to look at you know they're on a real dock they're in a real river or they're on a real beach all of it is just so like helpfully engaging and this is where Mm. i want to start something i'll do a lot over the next few episodes Uh, would you agree with me in saying that this is the this is the greatest blockbuster franchise ever I think in many ways it is, yeah. What do you I think is that, number two? I mean, in mod, I don't know. Is Mar- is is Marvel yeah. up there now? I mean, I'm going to so say it's prolific. the Marvel. There's, they've made so much money. I'm going to say it's the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Movies, yeah. I. Uh, I'll say it. Movies, Wars, movies. Star I don't kind of something different. I would say, yeah. No, I love Star Wars too. I think Star Wars is like easily three and is far better than. That's fucking Marvel. But let's look at numbers-wise. Marvel within a year or two will be the longest-running, at least film number-wise. They will have made mm. like 25, 26 films. What are they on now? Is it 23? Is um is Avengers Endgame 23? Iron Man, Iron Man 23, yeah. Iron Man 24. Uh, uh, but, you know, there was also like Captain, Captain Marvel was out. Spider-Man uh, Far From Home has come out. Um. Yeah, I. They're, they're I think it's twenty three. Yeah, I should know it's, this, but it's 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 fucking bonkers. To the point like, where it it will insane. get to a point where it where it overtakes, where it overtakes Bond purely just by doing the most right, and that but that hurts he is me. Running, that hurts me a little yeah. inside, because they crank out movies he, every six months or so, sometimes less. Hmm. Like sometimes hmm. they'll have three movies in a year. Three in a year. That yeah. will all be, you know, shot on green screen. Like all this, all this boring production design. Half of it is like CG from effects houses. They're all like, pre- there's such a like a factory nature to all of them that just never sits right with me. Even though they get some fine actors, 
that's actually that is the only thing I can genuinely, you know, put and to look, most of them. Look, there are there are story. exceptions. There are exceptions. There are exceptions. There are great films. There is, you know, those Guardians movies. They be hitting. They're great. Those early Iron Man's Ragnarok. one, two, and three. I don't fuck with Ragnarok, but that's a that's a comedy thing specifically. That's a no, that's I a like lame. It. That's a lame writing thing. I don't. Um, you don't like it? Uh, no, Taika was it's great. Nah, but they, they it wasn't full Taika though. They 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 just said, hey, bring some bring some gags into this. What you want to write your own script? No, here's how Joe and Schmo Marvel. They've already written it. Oh, it's guess what? It's about Thor trying to be responsible again. Ooh. Mm. I think that yeah, new okay. Thor anyway. that he's actually gets to write is going to be much better. But okay, alas cool. and alack, there's such a factory nature to them that never sits right with me that I just think all of these Bond movies do so well. Even the shit ones. Even mm. when we're deep in Roger Moore territory and I just want to... And I just want to curl up in a ball and cry. Like, I'll still be able to go, that's such a pretty location. That's such a gorgeous shot. That's such a fun, like, stunt. Mm. All of these elements are, like, real. No, uh, the fact that most blockbusters are either shot in green screen or Toronto, like, it's so refreshing to just watch two hours of Jamaica on film. Hmm. Mm. That's my big yeah, that's rant over. Enough. That's my at, big at, rant at over. At the very least, yeah, that's fair enough. And at the very least, and uh, this is this is not a. At the very least, sounds like a a weird way to precursor this, but you know how long it's been running. You know, fifty eight years. Fifty eight years. This year. I didn't think it was fifty eight you know, years until no one's we, gonna beat, you told me the other day. No one's gonna beat that. Nineteen sixty two. Yeah. So twenty twenty two is gonna be sixtieth anniversary. Yeah, and yeah. it's still like, going, that's and insane, it, and it doesn't look like it will stop, which is exciting. It looks like it's, it, it's a. It looked like Daniel Craig was it was gonna not do it again when he was on the press tour. Although maybe the media, maybe the media, because the media, um, you know, would beat this up. He yeah. didn't he say in one interview he's like, I think what he was saying was don't don't get me wrong, Bond yeah. is a misogynist and blah 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 blah. And yeah. he's not a great guy. Like, and everyone, and no. he just kept hitting that point home. I think against everyone yeah. going, oh, because they're just praising Bond all the time. It's like, no, no, he's, he's fuck it. Like, yeah, everybody, yeah, that's, and, that's, that's the thing. It's like, he is everybody, when, when we froth about the Bond, everyone beat that up to be like, and everyone beat that up to be like, oh, he doesn't want to do it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, he doesn't, but that's only because they, him, they put him money. through literal physical torture every time. That's right. But no. Yeah. There's no, you know, the character itself isn't like it's 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 not like a character that you want to be, at least not anymore. Like that may have been the case that it was, you know, wish fulfillment early on, but through a lot of the course of the, from like the eighties, from eighty seven onwards, and we'll discuss this when we get to those films. Mm. It doesn't become a character you want to be. It becomes like a character you, maybe revere is not the right word, but. The appeal of Bond is different. It's not a, hmm. I want to be him. I want to, you know, bang random women around the planet. We don't want to be Bond, but we're, kill people. We, we love the fantasy of Bond taking us to these places. It's like when you watch BoJack Horseman. You're not meant to be, you're not meant to root for BoJack in a way. No. You're meant to like Although see Sometimes him. you do, but that's the complexity. You're like, 
here's the new one. Yeah, and like right now be, you're like in his corner and then second lady or not. And yeah, totally. Yeah, Bond totally. Can that's be, a good Bond that's can a be, good analogue, I think. Yeah, Bond can be like that. This is what I've had to deal with whenever I have to verbally discuss this with people who are like, oh, but Bond sucks. He's just a, he just he hates women. I'm like, well, yeah, kinda, but that's not the only thing. The thing it's it's like I hold this franchise very close to the Mission Impossible movies in the way that the protagonist, it's really engaging to watch someone be the best at what they do. Mm. And I think that's what Bond is. Like, yeah, he's a broken human being and he has his high and his low moments, but he is so good at doing his job that that's, that's what gets me in that movie theater every time. I think that you know all those elements of Bond being a misogynist. That's that we can we can change that, like fundamentally. Like <laughs> Daniel, I, you could argue that Sean Connery's Bond hates women. That's an opinion I share yeah. a lot of days, and I'm sure an opinion yeah. will bring up a lot more over these episodes. Uh, but uh, there are moments where I think the core character, at his core, is just someone who has been through a lot of loss that maybe doesn't have the best coping mechanisms that is very good at their job. And that doesn't come across and a lot early on here. No. It comes a lot in the book. Believe me. Yeah. Okay. And I hate to be one of those yeah. guys that was like, well, you should read the book. But it's, it's <laughs> yeah, just okay, fair enough, the fair fact enough. that we've made this evolution over 58 years and that that evolution will continue is wild. And especially being here at the very start where you can see mm. all the elements that got us to 58 years. I'd like to talk about the the arc once they're doing all their work and they get to the island and they have to deal with Dr. No. Yep. Um, you know, watch the film. Like, guys, go and watch the film. This is not a beat-by-beat -beat plot analysis. No. But... Um, as perhaps some episodes of this show has been. And yeah. I don't want this to be that. Yeah, um, this is a James Bond movie. But there's, you, you know, there's you a know bunch of fracas there. And they, they go to the doctor, they go to the lair, they have yeah. to have dinner with the, the, the you know, Dr. No. Spectre is introduced. I forgot how big a deal, I know this sounds like the most noob thing to say in a James Bond go film ahead. podcast, but it's like I forgot how much of a big role that Spectre was in the early films yeah. and how that whole how that tied it all together yeah. because I think it's because of my age it's like Just, my like my first introduction was Pierce Brosnan and yeah. Goldeneye forgive me if I'm yeah. wrong but all those films I'll, I'll get into I'll Spectre. get into no there, there's no Spectre and I'll I'll talk about that why when we get there I'll Daddy I will brought Spectre back from Casino Royale I've and got to try and doing all that no they didn't I will get to at least not technically I will get into that I don't want to give every nugget in the first episode when we've got 25 to go but just That's know true. that Spectre goes away for a while for a reason. Um, but I just want you to, I just, I, I maybe wasn't paying as much attention to this when I rewatched it for this go. Does Spectre specifically get a name check in this one? It does. Yeah. 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 He's like, oh, you know, cause he Bond's talks about all, it at oh, dinner, we'll, we'll right? Defeat you. We'll defeat you. And it's all fine. And he's like, nah, but, uh, but you know, Basically he gets a little says name. the the he basically says the hydra line like he basically is inferring you know yeah, cut off my I, head I, two more will take its place like and that's the right. that's the cool thing about like all through history and all through pop culture we have these things we have Spectre we have yeah. Hydra we have 
who are, who else like you know the big the, yeah just big just big illuminati the dark side it's all yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the illuminati the matrix situation. Like, yeah, yeah the agents yeah, 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 we yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> we big it. influence but it, i forgot that like it was a big deal and like yeah let's cool we'll, yeah. we'll put that one in the back pocket for discussion when it comes to a head later as you say it goes away for a yes. reason um but it has come back don't, don't google it? that I mean, don't google yeah. that read don't google that reason i can't wait to be the one to tell you why because um, it's I a won't. big story, but, Maybe you, but, you, par- but you partially know the story if you watched um everything or nothing. Never mind. Look, okay, doesn't matter. Um, yeah, we're not giving a beat for beat a recap because it's a James Bond movie. We, we generally, but what that. I will say is, uh, it felt like that fight scene with him in the end in the radioactive thing. Like yeah. it felt like a bit of a letdown. Yeah, it's not a. It's like, not. Oh, a, and here we are. Here's the end. Yep. And then they have to obviously they have to escape the thing that it's, it's about to blow up. And yep. I'm like, cool, there we go. And then they fuck in the boat. I mean, like, yep. I felt like this film was the a end. great build up, and I kind of felt a bit let down at the last second. Uh, yeah, it's very. But I think you. I think yeah, the thematic climax is that dinner scene. But yeah, and you're maybe right. that I'm viewing a whole bunch of the chunk of this film not through. Uh, hang on, how am I saying this? Like I'm, I'm objectively looking at, I don't know. Hang, what am I saying? I'm gonna cut. This. You're like, you're like trying to, you're trying to view it as someone who's it. like watching it for the first time and not in the wider lens of the James Bond franchise. Yeah, and then at the very end, it just becomes another. Oh, here's another James Bond ending. And yeah, that's, and that's on me, perhaps as well. I mean, but no, we but can't. I've yeah, we can't. It's like, hey, this is is this a trope yet? But we I can't. Yeah, but we can't. But we can't. Like, we can't entirely like. We have to go, oh, it's the James Bond ending. It's the proto-James Bond ending. Like, that is I fair mean, because they do it a lot more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, here, here I am. Here, here we are loving the fact that we've in, been introduced to these um, these cultural cues of the names Bond, James Bond, the gun barrel, the music, and then at the end going, oh, I, but we but that, but that th- we don't like the, the, you know, the thematic James Bond ending. It's like, well, I don't know. That's fair enough. But like, I'm aware that we've been, you know, loving being introduced to the first iteration of these, all these other things and then not this, but that's just my opinion. It's, it's true. Um, (laughs) I've got two more points. I just want to let, we should end two plot points, not plot points, but two points we should end on, on a lighter note. Um, Let's talk about um, the big stunt of this, of this movie, the hearse chase. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's the yeah, proto. Whenever you see a, whenever you see a, there's so many of them cut. Like any trailers that's like going through the history of the James Bond movies, the main clip you get is the hearse chase from Doctor No. Is it? Huh. It's the one I see a lot, but it's you know without setting it up, Bond driving somewhere is is chased is like followed by a hearse. It's whatever. It's chill. And then the hearse starts shooting at him. People in the hearse start shooting at him. He's like, oh gosh, I got a outweave these guys and so yeah, there's no, these yeah. great bits of practical driving around these you know dirt side roads these mountainside roads in jamaica culminating in the not green screen but the rear projection swerve drive under a crane mm. and then the 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 her swerves off the mountain and blows up and then mm. one of the one of the <laughs> Uh, one, maybe one of the I do laugh every time I hear it but it's one of those <laughs> yo James Bond is a dickhead 
yeah. when yeah. there's poor construction Sorry. workers like oh my gosh what where, where were they what ha- what what happened to them and then james bond is just like i think they were on their way to a funeral <laughs> oh, it's the start of all of those and some of them are great and some of them beat by beat oh, yeah you. that's the inception of, of of one of the big any sort of james bond action sequence is that yeah. you get this yeah. this great practical setup it's thrilling it's never like too long like most james bond action sequence don't don't overstay their welcome at least in terms of the same thing they have this big elaborate practical stunt payoff in this case the hearse going down as a fireball down this cliff who's filming that like like what if it ran into the camera like i was watching that shot it didn't look composited i'm like jesus yeah like they set that camera up on a tripod and hit roll and hoped that it didn't fucking yeah. just take the camera out i guess yeah. it was maybe on rope or something but i'm like i know that this is not like this is not 2019 2020 uh you know ohs film set yeah times this is like people dying like, you gotta have someone like yeah you gotta right. have someone like roll the, the celluloid through to get that um yeah and i'm sure there were safety like measures buttons. i i but, say that not know, entirely certain because you know it's 1962 <laughs> and there's a great there's a great there's a great quote from um barbara broccoli when she talks about uh, watching her dad work on the early films just saying dad always loved to watch the circus roll up where this big crew would come in and set up and you know that 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 ethos is still there and is like it's true like it's really fun to watch um we should we should wrap this I got up one last point I got my I got all right the dubbing <laughs> oh yeah How, okay, did so you notice it dubbing. Did you notice how much uh, of it? At times, now that you mentioned it, at times I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's overdubbed. Some of them are like, just all the dubbing is weird, not because it's poorly done, right? But just there's a point where you realize that every Jamaican native with more than three lines sounds vaguely British, and not in like a we're living under British colonialism kind of way but more like a West End actor doing a panto kind of way. Oh, really? I, I didn't notice that. If you think about it, it's, it's more prevalent with all of the women characters. Even. Uh, okay. I, I don't think there's a main, like maybe Lois Maxwell is the only main female character that isn't dubbed. Sylvia Trench is dubbed. I have to check this again. Yeah, I didn't go- notice. And this goes on for like a lot of the early Connery ones. So anytime we watch it in the future, especially okay. during, um, to, we'll, we'll that. yeah, during, uh, we'll, we'll, from we'll, Russia. Yeah. But just, I think my favorite of uh, at least the one I found the silliest was, um, the new, the second secretary that, um, James Bond has to seduce. Yeah. <laughs> She's the one where yeah. I'm like, oh, that is a, that's a dub. <laughs> that's a dub in, 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 and I mean that in several, in several different iterations, but just, it sounds like English actress trying real hard. Cause even like the lady, like Honey Rider is dubbed and it's still like, that one's fine. It's like effective. It's not too, 
silly. But I think because they mentioned that this that this character that James Bond has seduced the second secretary, the second secretary has Chinese heritage. And so she, the, the dub actress is doing that really fucked thing of like trying to add that little twang to the end of it. Mm. Dr. No does the same thing. You know that um the the Dr. No, Joseph, um, whatever. Oh, that's bad of me to say. Um, the actor who plays Dr. No is also in Mild Yellow Face. No. Oh, do, do you, oh, I have to go back and check. You can I just look at a fr- you can just look at a frame and be like, oh boy. Oh Cause, boy. Because because they because because it's I don't remember if it's in the movie, but in the book, like yeah, they they say that Doctor No comes from a um, Hong Kong imperialism. Oh, he says it in like, the movie. He says, yeah, he says yeah. <laughs> I just don't know why they'd like go to the effort to yellow him up a little bit. It's all these because weird decisions 60s, from maybe. like the the sixties. Yeah, you just think, man, that's fucking weird Some fucking weird colonial shit happening oh but we'll get to this this is not even the and oh this is not even and i'm uh, <laughs> it pains me a little to say this this is not the most extreme yellow face we'll see in the james bond franchise oh i, I know i know i know we're oh we're, boy we're diving and i know that we're going to be coming against to some oh, some real cooked stuff yeah a hundred percent yeah um I think we but, should yeah. wrap that up. That's uh, it. Yeah, I That's I enjoyed this, but like you know, it's a it it's a it's, it's the start. There's something really interesting about seeing all the proto elements in play. Yes, yes. I agree. Um, we will be moving on to something else next time. We we bring you an episode, and then um, well, from Russia with love will happen in in after that. Um, yeah, and I've so already we're sandwiching. It, so. Yeah, we're sandwiching every episode. You can find us on Facebook at Down Down Critics are Down. You can find us on Twitter at Down Down Podcast. Give us a follow. We barely use the account. We we would like to. We only have like two followers, but hey, uh, both okay. of us. Um, we're just not. We're just not big Twitter, Twitter boys, you know. Yes, right. You can find me on Twitter at Morgan C Roberts and Dom. I don't think you you really use. You your can Twitter, find me on. Apparently, you can find me on on. You <laughs> is this this is about to show the millennial age gap. You can find yep. me on Instagram at Dom Fits the Champ. Well, I'm on Go Instagram on. as well at Morgan Roberts Photo. Uh, Let's get that plug off. Let's just get that plug off. Are you on? Are you on TikTok? Are you on Byte, man? Who's a fucking millennial now? God, I don't want to like. I don't want to like tempt it. But what if we had to make a, a TikTok for a downtown critics and down TikTok? What would we do? We just have to recreate Maybe all like dub bits from Bond franchises. That'd be great. We should totally do it. I mean, he's a fun. oh, you can, um, you can, you can do that one. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to have to. The like, content king, you do it. I, I can't cross that threshold into TikTok. That'll that'll, that'll be the death of me. I can't bring myself to do it. Um, you've been listening to Down Down. Critics are down. Until next time, my name is Roberts, Morgan Roberts. And I'm Fitzgerald. Dominic Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald. <laughs>